Hey everybody, I'm Peter, and it's challenging being my age with so much responsibility. He demands we refer to him as Your Highness. It's Mike. How's it going, Mike? Good. Welcome to Rebels Rebels, the show that explores the Star Wars expanded universe through an episode-by-episode deep dive into the animated series Star Wars Rebels. Our guest... The geek girl diva herself. She's a freelance writer for StarWars.com. Ever heard of it? Sci-fi slash film. Geek.com, IGN, Playboy, and much more. It's Shayna O'Neill. How you doing, Shayna? I'm doing all right. How about you? Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much for being on the show. Sure. I mean, you know. <laughs> you did, I will admit, though, you did You did ply me originally with, with talk of alcohol, so... You know, <laughs> you, 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 you pulled a little bait and switch on me, but that's okay. That's how we do it here to get the good guys. I was like, really? You were like, yeah, come do mm-hmm. drunk, drunk Star Wars. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and then you're Grab. like, let's do it early in the morning. <laughs> that's not cool. Oh, you're, you're not doing drunk <laughs> no. Star Wars at 10 a.m.? No. Oh, I should probably put this cup down then. <laughs> <laughs> I should have I should have made mimosas, but you know, oh, mm, beautiful, bottomless as they are. Yes, cool. But um, it's thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. No, our pleasure. Um, are you ready to jump into this, Mike? Uh, I I am. Uh, Shane, are you ready to jump into this episode? Absolutely. So, this is from Wikipedia. While Ezra grapples with the news about his parents, the rebels have make plans with Senator Bail Organa to secure three much-needed cruisers. Leading the mission is an agent handpicked by the senator. Mm. Who could it be? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Hope it's someone he trusts. Oh. Um, so With his life. Yeah. Um, so a, a recap, because it's important for this episode, uh, Ezra has recently learned the truth about his parents. Despite his best hopes, they are actually dead. Under the watchful eye of a loath cat, Kanan debriefs Hera over a FaceTime call with their new ally, the <laughs> former <FaceTime> call. <laughs> space FaceTime call, <laughs> space FaceTime, um, with their new ally, the former governor of Lothal writer, Azadi. So... She, he's uh, talking to Hera, giving her the data, the lowdown, and he says that, or Hera says that Bail Organa has agreed to send three new ships to aid the rebels on Lothal with his daughter. Attention, Senatorial Convoy. Your landing has been granted, and fighters will escort you to the Jalot City Depot for processing. I'll see you there. This is Princess Leia Organa. I look forward to it, Lieutenant. End transmission. I think it's safe to say that uh, Azadi is kind of like space serious black <laughs> with his role to Ezra, like knew his parents really well, like we're best friends, went to jail with them. He's like yeah. the last remaining link. I like that connection, but in this episode, he's kind of like space Snape just because he's being like a big downer. He's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. Okay. Um, but I have a more important question for, for Shayna and for Mike. Um, do you say Princess Leia Organa or Leia Organa? Organa. Mike? I I never really considered it to this point. So what are we even doing a podcast for? Consider it then. <laughs> <laughs> I ch- I'm, trying to re- I'm trying to get that question out of my head and figure out how I just always say it. <laughs> and I guess it's Organa. Okay, that's the right. That's the right choice. I've heard it both ways, but that's the right choice. Yeah. I, 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 that's funny. I don't hear it the other way very much. I figure I, I, I go with the way that I remember it being pronounced or the way it's pronounced in the, you know, by, by, yeah, I mean, that's how, that's what Poe calls her. So yeah. in the most recent, you know, calls her general Organa. So I'm like, I'm going with that. Yeah. Oh, well that brings up a follow-up question. I don't know why I didn't ask this. Mm. Do you go with Leah or Leia? Leia. Cause it said both ways in the movie. Yeah. But princess Leah, you hear from like, a, a, you know a side actor like he's in <laughs> one scene mm-hmm. and it could have been early in the movie it could have been his just his own pronunciation but one of the things that i know as far as the names and the way th- the pronunciation of things generally falls is that 
um, what they talk about. I know Pablo Hidalgo's mentioned it. It's pretty mm-hmm. much, you know, if you've heard it both ways, um, or maybe Filoni talked about it, but if you've heard it both ways, it can be pronounced a number of ways. And generally, it's what feels right Fair. to the person saying it. I figure if Leia doesn't correct anyone, <laughs> then, you know, it's one of those. I mean, they do it with a lot of people's names. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just Harrisindula Hera, or Harrisindula. I've heard yeah. it both ways, you know. Han, Han. All right. Mm. Yeah. That's wild. Odd. We need to get the... The story group on this release an official guidebook on pronouncing names. I'm pretty sure that that you know, like I said, according to Pablo, I'm pretty sure uh-huh. that it's just you know you pronounce how you pronounce and what feels right. I mean, we're still don't forget there's still the whole debate about at at versus atat. So yeah, that's true. Leia's name is kind of lower on the list for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, well, and, and, I th- and even a good in-universe explanation is some people just mess it up, which is human to do with any how wooed with it oh who <laughs> nailed it <laughs> uh, did you guys watch this this live do you remember when it first aired yes i'm trying to remember um was it supposed to be a surprise that leo was going to mm-hmm. show up i don't yes okay yeah. um i don't remember it do you do you were you excited about it were you because yeah I, yeah i remember yeah. It, like coming out and being like oh cool but then not really sticking with me yeah, she showed up and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, then I, and then, of course, I was like, oh, right. This is it was a great little kind of reminder that she was doing of what, you know, that she was actually involved in this. Totally. Before she was a senator um, and that, you know, just kind of gave more background on on her history, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I think I appreciate it a lot more in retrospect too. after reading. Shout out to Claudia Gray, uh, Princess of Alderaan. Mm-hmm. Another great yeah. book from an author we love. Um, yeah, which filled out a lot of time just before this episode, um, going into it. So I think it maybe it makes it's a little more interesting to me with that context now looking back. But um, I was just curious about that. Um, I also want to ask. So we come across we get, we see the three hammerhead corvettes that pop into the atmosphere. Those are the three ships that they are sending for the rebels. But they're intercepted by Yogar List. Do yeah. you guys remember this Dill Hole? Yeah. Oh, List? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a frequent. Well, well, canonically, we haven't seen him since uh, a flight or fight because we're going chronologically. Um, Has it been that long? Yeah. Wow. He's, he's the guy who wanted to keep buying Morad's farm. Oh, yeah. He had like a thing for farms and evicting like poor farmers. Yeah. He's a real Catan player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he got promoted, I guess. So he's like a commander or something like that. Well, he's a lieutenant now. Oh, he's a lieutenant and he's in charge of keeping Riff Raff off Lothal. But we're talking we like saw... the musical musical group Riff Raff. <laughs> yeah. Red. Um the how do you how do you feel about these hammerhead corvettes though? This is the first they... canonical appearance because this was before Rogue One. Yeah. They're interesting. The design's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um they look more like transports, which like which like they are, but it's like a transport Corvette mashup. Yeah. Well, they it's interesting. Yeah, they say in the episode, it's like, oh, they're like Ezra's like those transports or something like that. Like he's not impressed. Again, it's like we could take whatever we want, what we need. So I'm assuming that they modify them after the rebellion gets them. And actually, one of these ships, it's the, they're called the Lightmaker, Amity's Arrow, and Duchess Senna. Um, it's oh, not the clear. The Pinta and the Santa Maria. Yeah. It's not clear which one's the Lightmaker, but that one is the one that crashes into the Star Destroyer in the Battle oh, wow. of Scarif. Um, that's cool. In Rogue One. So that's another. We we talked about all the Rebels tie ins in Rogue One all the time, but I, I that was one that we, I think a lot of people missed. Hmm. Oh, that's funny. Because the <laughs> second they showed up, I went, oh, look. <laughs> that was easy I'm oh, like no. I know those ships <laughs> I'm starting to get the impression That you have quite the the memory For these things I keep up like hey do you guys remember this Yeah exactly this kids happen This is blah blah blah, this, blah. Like, Yeah I have to understand <laughs> I, I was especially when you look at Rogue One um, 
I was looking specifically for Rebels mm. tie-ins because at the time, literally, I mean, Rebels was was timeline-wise very close to that at that point. So anything yeah. that was going on in there was was set up. And so whether it was the ships that showed up, you know, the second I saw the ghost in yeah. in like one of the previews and I was like, what? You know, <laughs> and I caught that thing so fast. Yeah. Um. So you knew that it was within the same timeline. So when they showed up, I thought it was great because the show set them up and then there they are in the movie. Mm. And it's something that, that a lot of people might not catch, but if you're a Rebels fan, it was a big deal. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that was huge. I loved all those. I, as subtle as they were, I almost wish there was much more uh, overt references, but I loved all the little, mm-hmm. little pokes here and there. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny part was, was that's how we learned about uh, Hera's promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I was like, "What? What is it?" You know. I wonder if that's. I wonder if that's how she learned about it too. She heard that. <laughs> well, she was like, "What?" <laughs> it's funny because I, I, uh, I'm friends with Vanessa, and I was like, and as soon as I came, and I heard that, and I was like, "You got promoted." <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so I thought that was great. That's amazing. That is really good. You know, and I thought it was funny because they did that, and then they, and then she was a general the next the next season, and like it, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're not going to say anything. Okay, I guess we did. Yeah, just rolling with it. That's right. So I um, talked about the the book Princess of Alderaan. There's a couple of cool little nods to it, or tie-ins, I guess, not necessarily nods. Their excuse for going to Lothal is Leia says that they're bringing relief to Lothal that's sanctioned by the Imperial Senate. So another indication the Senate has not been disbanded still um, and she still has that cover that she can do rebel activities officially as a as part of the Senate. Um, and she's and Bliss replies, another meddling delegation from Alderaan. Attention, this is Lieutenant List. Lothal is now a restricted system by order of the Emperor. Identify yourselves immediately. Greetings, Lieutenant. We come bearing relief supplies for the citizens of Lothal. Our mission is sanctioned by the Imperial Senate. I wasn't informed of your visit, nor do you have a landing permit. Permit's coming through now, sir. They're from Alderaan. <sighs> Another meddling delegation from Alderaan. I'll handle this personally. Um, there's a really cool passage in the book that I like about her first kind of aid mission and her kind of getting her eyes open to the suffering in the galaxy. And this kind of indicates that Alderaan, since that time, she's been doing these missions over and over and over, just sticking her sticking her face in where she shouldn't be and kind of doing these antics, getting Imperials mad. Um, so that story real quick is she has to do kind of like a princess Kinsiera where uh, like she gets presented to people when she was, I think she was 16 years old. And as part of her coming out as a princess, she has to do an act of charity. Huh. Um, so as a secret, she was like, she kind of snuck out under her parents' nose because she was supposed to do something kind of safe and easy. And she was mad at them because they were preoccupied with stuff that they didn't know about. It was the rebellion. Um, and so she goes to a planet called Wobani, which is crazy under military rule and everyone's suffering and starving. She was just supposed to bring some aid relief, but instead she manages to trick the Imperials and bring a hundred people back with her to Alderaan. Um, as refugees and this got all the Imperials mad and got a bunch of political fire on her family and got her in a little bit of trouble and her mother scolds her saying that she is to spend hours smoothing things over with angry Imperial officers who don't like the idea of being tricked by a young girl Um, so I think that gives a lot of good context to this episode and just the young Leia in general which I really like hmm yeah She's pretty young here too, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I and I don't feel it. Um, I I I love that Leia's in this episode. I will say that I'm a bit jarred by 
the voice at times. I don't know if anyone else felt that, but there was, I wrote down a few moments where I kept going mm-hmm. back. Um, uh, the voice acting is great, but I don't yeah, know that's why. weird because I was it, 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 my didn't, note, it didn't fit for me. In my notes, I said her voice is spot on. I thought that really? it's done by Julie Dolan. I thought she did a yeah. great job with the voice. I feel like the animation kind of threw me a little bit. For oh, some I, reason, see, I, feel, I, feel, I feel the opposite. Oh, I really weird. like the animation. How do you feel like it came across, Shana? I thought it was great because I think that one of the things with Leia that the episode really got across i mean when you see her Mm -hmm. when we meet her in a new hope she's 18 yeah right 18 or 19 i mean but she's she's a baby you know what i mean she's 19 years old and so when we meet her in rebels i believe she's 16 she's 16 here yeah and the thing is is that leia Leia's been raised as royalty. She's been raised as a diplomat. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not your typical 16-year-old. And so for her to show up with this more mature aspect, um, to me, it doesn't surprise me because I think that she's always, you know, that she's kind of been raised that way. And she's learned how to project that authority. Um, so maybe that's part of it is, you know, if you, if she was a regular 16 year old girl, I'd be like, wow, she comes off as old, but Mm -hmm. because she's already in this position and because she's basically been, you know, raised to do this and she's already working in diplomatic services, I think that's the, that makes more sense. And I love seeing her side by side with Ezra yeah because they're the same age (laughs) yeah they're three days apart yeah yeah and i love that because it's and plus it also speaks to the whole idea that girls are more mature than boys and i'm like yeah i like it so it works for me (laughs) i forgot that they're like basically the same age yeah yeah Yeah, that's Um, that's why i was yeah and i think you're you're totally spot on with that because that's where i i remember thinking that i'm like these guys are the same age (laughs) and then i had that epiphany of Oh, she is raised in a, a much different environment where she was forced to grow up in, in a more social kind of way, socially, mm-hmm. politically. She's much more <laughs> totally. mature. While Ezra maybe is definitely more on the, you know, on the, it had to survive on his own street smarts kind of mature. Well, but if you even, if you look at like Sabine against Ezra, you know, Sabine's more mature than Ezra for a few reasons. And I think that. It's more about an emotional maturity. And, you know, for Leia, I think it's a, a, a social maturity and an emotional maturity. So, yeah, mm-hmm. by comparison, she comes off as much more adult. Yeah. But I also think she gets to have fun in this episode, which mm-hmm. I like. Seriously. Um, you know, they did a good job. There's a lot of little touches where she just has that smirk where she just knows she's kind of smarter than everyone in the room. Mm-hmm. Which I really love. Um, so we we mentioned Julie Dolan, the voice actor. Um, a funny story is they found her through Star Tours um, because she played Princess Leia on the new Star Tours ride in Disneyland. Um, oh, cool! I didn't know this. Yeah, and Dave Filoni went on the ride and was like, "Who's that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. Um, and then a good tie-in for Mike, especially, is she had a small role on Gilmore Girls, where she played a diner, a customer of Luke's diner. Oh, I'm gonna. That's so funny. I, I didn't even mention this <laughs> to you. That my wife and I are rewatching that right now. Yeah, it's fall. It's perfect time to watch Gil- Gilmore Girls. Awesome. Oh my gosh! I have to talk about uh, the governor's hat. Governor's <laughs> hat. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit. It says both a little bit matronly. Like Downton Abbey, <laughs> but also says a little bit Handmaiden's Tale to me. Oh, totally. And yeah, I'm it's just like, wondering where he got that hat because he didn't have it in the last episode. Well, they have really interesting headwear, if you've noticed, on Lothal. Oh, yeah. To keep mm-hmm. I mean, that, that sun, yeah. You know, his hat. Then there's, of course, Canaan's uh, hat later that I don't even yeah. know the hats that the, the poor guy has to wear i mean when they all go in there yeah the headwear on lothal is is definitely uh eclectic would be the word for it mm. yeah uh, but i'm a I big think, fan yeah but i think Ryder wears it well you know he's <laughs> <laughs> oh he 
He does not care. He is He is a it. fashion icon. <laughs> um, yeah, writer. So he, they need to go meet up with the princess who snuck past the blockade because they need to get those ships from her. And Ryder is like, leave me out of it. You can use my cool motorcycle, but yeah, I'm going to stay here. Um, so I love like, what he ahead. says, too. I love that he says, I won't go back to prison, Kanan. Please don't ask that of me. And the first thing I thought of is, I need to see this Star Wars Oz show. Like, <laughs> like I need to see it. I've, I've, I've seen it in comics, uh, like, you know, jailbreak yeah. kind of arcs. But I need to see this Star Wars jail show. Um. Yeah, I I, I want to see like the the Shawshank Redemption where Ryder is like burrowing through with a little space spoon and he hides it with a Dagasidweed poster. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to ask you who's the poster of <laughs> Dagasidweed. Duh. All right. Speaking of fashion, too, I'll give you a hundred credits if you can guess the inspiration for Leia's outfit in this episode. Uh, Ralph McQuarrie, probably. I don't know. Don't. Da-da. Yep. Um, she, he drew a early design of Leia in an outfit like this. He spit on the ground one time <laughs> and it formed this shape. <laughs> mm-hmm. And someone took a picture of it and said, let's use that for inspiration. Yep. Um, also, she Leia's wearing a hair clasp, which was first seen on Bail Organa's belt buckle in episode three. So maybe that's a symbol of like the House of Organa or something like that. I should have probably done that research. But that's a little tie-in to the two huh. people. Um, Interesting. I did yeah. not know that. Yep. So, Kanan and Ezra ride into town like a couple of wild hogs. Um, and they are dressed as a stormtrooper and a cadet. And they meet Leia. And she says that she knows who they are. But they better keep their helmets on and their mouths shut if they don't want to get discovered. Hey, excuse me, miss. Uh, where's your commander? Not much of a welcoming committee. Trooper. Kanan, this is Ezra. We're from Phoenix Squadron. I know who you are. And unless you want the deck officer to know too, I suggest you put your helmets back on and keep your mouths shut. Excuse me? You heard her. Shut it. Deck officer. Yeah. Did you notice like when the when Ezra's kind of running around, maybe this speaks to his maturity, not paying attention, he almost gets crushed by the landing platform <laughs> that Leia is coming out. Of because yeah. dangerously close to hitting him in the head, oh, and no. then speaking of more immaturity, he walks up to Leia and goes, "Hey, where's your commander? Because a girl can never be a commander, huh, Ezra?" Oh, yeah. oh he's young, <laughs> too he's old. Young. Yeah, <laughs> he's young, and he and he and he he doesn't have a whole lot of experience, you know, with girls. With well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. It's nice though because I I like it. I think Ezra Ezra has to be a little bit dumb sometimes, mm-hmm, totally. so that he can be the lesson, you know. Because yeah. if he says that, and maybe it's a question that the kids watching would ask, you know, because mm-hmm, yeah. there's this belief that you know maybe girls can't do that stuff. So if Ezra's the one who says it. Because he's the the focus through the in the show that he's the focus for the audience in the show. It's like the audience is asking it. Mm-hmm. At which point the audience gets an education in yeah, girls can be commanders. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> and yeah. I think that that's you know yeah. sometimes I think sometimes they let Ezra be the 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 really kind of naive one just so he the lesson can get taught, which is great. Totally. No, it's great, and it's you're right. It's like totally a, a classic literary device too of you need to explore a new world through a character who it's also new to them i mean like harry mm-hmm. potter i use him all the time as that like he's new to mm-hmm. the magical world right and so we're exploring this new world through his eyes and it's the same thing like you're saying with ezra going on right now we're he's asking those questions and we're seeing these new things through someone who this is all new to which yeah it makes it a lot easier than having exposition 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 right totally right yeah i exactly. think that's a really good point um in in universe two, perhaps to give him benefit of doubt, if as we did discuss, Leia is sixteen years old, so maybe if she's a little older, he wouldn't have questioned it. Um, so maybe he's not sexist, but I think I like your explanation better. Yeah, I don't think he's sexist <laughs> so much as so much as uh, 
naive yeah. yeah or even yeah. ignorant but not you know not in a bad way she mm-hmm. just literally that's that's his experience and so yeah. for him you know i think the I think for me, the difference between sexism and, and honest to goodness, naivete is the is the intent behind the question. So I don't think I think if he was like, well, where's your commander? You know, like, but he's kind of <laughs> like, I don't get it. Wait, what's going on? You know, you're just like you just want to pat him on the head. Like, aren't you? T- shut up, darling. <laughs> you're adorable. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, oh, man, I got to talk about I got to I got to go. I got to go back to fashion for a second. There's so many things Fashion in this episode that got me. I can't. Oh, speaking of which, what a bummer. Tim Gunn and Heidi aren't coming back to Project Runway. Oh my gosh. I know. My heart got but broken. The, but I think they're going to do their own thing, which I yeah. don't mind. No, I don't because they're the reason I watch it. Yeah. Those two, the Tim Gunn is the reason I wake up in the morning. So as long as he has a show <laughs> going on, I'm cool. There you go. Um, so Leia's shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, has these like the centerpiece of it it looks like a treble mid and bass controller on her shirt <laughs> if you notice um which makes me think maybe she's just a super like big raver <laughs> possible i didn't notice the i didn't notice that I'll oh yeah go back. next time you look she has she has she has uh controls on her shirt mm. precursor to darth vader yeah she's an equalizer <laughs> there you go. Oh, oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, so Leia wants to start unloading her relief aid, but the trooper tells her their orders are to inspect the ship and detain them until the lieutenant arrives. Leia informs the rebels then they will need to steal her ships, and they are surprised. Yeah. Before before you get there, when they drop those walkers out of the mm-hmm. sky do you notice how far they drop those from <laughs> i had to pause it i was like that's so dangerous just lower the ship a little bit more guys hmm. uh they I, I hit pause to see about how far up in the sky they dropped them they drop them from a walker height like so twice as high i don't know if a walker is how how tall how tall is it no idea i'm terrible at this 40 feet sure they drop it from like yeah 80 feet in the air they let go of that thing huh. i was like that is that's just negligence guys it's like, um, if you ever see, it's going to take a real right turn. Um, if you ever seen a giraffe give birth, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's wild um, because they need to not get eaten by animals on the safari. They, the babies need to learn how to walk and run the minute they're birthed, birthed, birthed. Um, so they're, the mother gives birth standing up. And the baby falls from the height of a giraffe, just on See? its face. And then the mom just picks it up and like makes it walk instantly. Yeah, that's pretty much so. what's happening here with the walkers. So there you go. There you go. So now we know walkers yeah. are giraffes. <laughs> In universe explanation. There we go. <laughs> Canonical. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the list arrives and he says that Alderanian ship ships have an unfortunate habit of falling into rebel hands. And assures the princess that that won't happen on his watch. So he brings not only the two ATDPs that we mentioned, but gravity locks to keep the ships grounded. Well, this can't be easy. <laughs> no. Um, I tried to research the gravity locks too. And it was like, they said gravity locks are a portable tractor beam, but doesn't seem to be any sort of technology related at all. I wonder if they're just like, they make ships stay there like well i mean i'm not trying to be rude but you might be overthinking it i mean literally (laughs) gravity lock keeps them on the ground i don't think we need to know how they work (laughs) we just need to accept that they work (laughs) suspension of disbelief is not something we do here oh i'm sorry (laughs) i am aghast I know. How dare I? Are you telling us just to have fun with this? No, I would never. <laughs> oh, silly muggle. <laughs> what's a what's a gra- what's a gravity lock? Oh lord, you're adorable. No, it's cute. <laughs> How does it work? All right. So, yeah, so what you guys it. are saying? What you guys are saying is you want like a Bill Nye Science Guy of all the Star Wars yeah. technology? Is that it? Oh, yeah. Got it. Well, yes. What we're saying is I want to be the Bill Nye Science Guy of Star Wars. Ah, <laughs> got it. 
So let me delete this whole paragraph on how space radios work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, they Leia because her ships are grounded demands lists shuttle so that she can deliver the aid. So she takes Kanan and Ezra on list shuttle, which I like that she's just throwing her weight around at this point. Walkers will guard your ships from the rebel insurgency. All for your safety, miss. It's your highness. As my ships are detained, I will require your shuttle to begin my work. Oh, um, my shuttle? Certainly I could arrange for other transportation. No, your shuttle. I need to leave immediately. You two, bring those supplies and escort me to the trauma area at once. Yes, ma'am, right away. Absolutely. She's cl- Well, she is clearly the most competent one, too. Totally. Uh, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has shuttle. been doing that. Like, she's... Like experience, her experience outweighs like her age for sure. Totally. Well, and not to mention, she's still she's at this point she's still part of the of the Republic, which is still part of the Empire. Mm-hmm. So, in essence, she's she. I mean, she's gonna she outranks a lieutenant. Yeah. Just by virtue of her birth she's the daughter of a senator mm-hmm. and she's a princess he's a lieutenant it's like she could be like give me your shirt you know <laughs> give me your hat take off your shoes and he'd have to do it because literally he, the only way he has any power over her is if she does something wrong up until that point she can basically be like yeah i'm taking your shuttle bye mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah I love the idea of her just making list undressed to humiliate him too. Seriously, I think she does in a way. She's like, he can say, "Well, we have to." He's going with procedure, mm-hmm, totally. but the thing is, is she he uses procedure against her. To which point, she turns that procedure around on him, mm-hmm. and basically just works him at his own game. Yep. Um, speaking of Alderanian politics, um. Ezra wanted, asks, why can't they just exchange ships in deep space? And Leia tells him that the Empire can't prove that Alderaan uh, aided the rebels, so they're still okay. If they could prove it, they would lose their seat in the Senate and be charged mm-hmm. with treason. So that goes to exactly what you were talking about. You know, she's still part of this system, which is good and bad. There's very few plans in Rebels that I think are good, and mm-hmm. I think this is a good plan. Yeah. And look who it's in the hands of. <laughs> I know. It's because none of our rebels made it up the plan. Yeah. Their plan's always, yeah, let's just like blow it up. Let's dress like stormtroopers and then blow some stuff up. Hey, I think that works a lot. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They get yeah, away a- with a ton of crap. Yeah, I mean. yeah. if the, they wouldn't if there weren't air vents. <laughs> look, I figure as long as you get away, as long as you get away, mm-hmm. it's a win. Yeah. I take the win with that, you know. Totally. And I think the air vents are key. You really, oh. you know. Oh, I'm keeping track of every episode they've used air vents. Oh, and it's every stacking. time he goes into the air vents, it cracks me up. The first time it oh. happened, and I was like, okay. And then it happened again. And so oh. it just started turning into, oh, there goes Ezra into the air vents. So, yeah. I lo- in fact, it's one of the reasons I really loved the that he did that again in the finale. Because <laughs> it was such a nice little nod. Totally. Yeah. To all the time he spent up there. I thought that finale was so, and we're jumping the gun, but whatever. Yeah, I thought the finale was so gutsy on that way where the writers oh, yeah. took all these things where that people had probably kind of ragged on quite a bit. And they're, they're, I thought it was like such a genius move to take them and then use them so well mm-hmm. that it, it that no one can really say anything uh, about it. And, you know, yeah. space, space whales. Come on. That was the biggest <laughs> joke forever. And they totally redeemed it. And I was like, wow, oh, yeah. they're really good. But yeah, that's the thing him with the vents. If you think about it, he even complains about it. Why am I the one who has to go? Because you're the smallest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so the idea that, that in the end there where he's looking up at the vent and he's like, and looks at Sabine and she's like, go. <laughs> Got it. You know. Because you're the most like Aladdin. Go. That's right. Um, so 
they are regrouping to come. They're going to meet up with Ryder and go back to the little hideout and think of a new plan. But Chopper radios that they are in trouble. As Kanan, Ezra, and Leia arrive, they see Ryder and Chopper being arrested. Um, I wish that they would have put Chopper in little handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he's so funny standing behind the stormtrooper. I love the noise he makes. He's like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, just waves. He's like, hey. Yeah. He probably called the cops on Ryder because he's a psycho. Yep. Um, and then he, Leia is informed when he questions that they have orders to terminate one of them immediately. And I like how the troopers being kind of coy about it. Like, maybe it's the droid. I don't know. Yeah. So they are in trouble. And as they are about to get taken away, Chopper starts weirdly spinning and Kanan says something like, oh, that means he's receiving a signal. Since when? Like, <laughs> I've never yeah, seen that before. I've never, yeah, I've ne- that's never been how he receives messages. I don't, does that, does he spin like that? Like when they're in like a close quarters in the <laughs> ship and he just get like a text message? I he's think like, he's just like, it's, he's happy. Hera's coming. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's his vibrate mode. Chopper is basically like, the Chopper spins when there's going to be some some trouble as mm. in as in my mom's coming to kick your guys's butts <laughs> yeah this is cool too because i feel i mean we've seen the ghost obviously do cool stuff fight in space and stuff like that but we haven't seen they usually send the phantom in when they're doing like these kind of in orbit tactical things and so i really liked that Hera just kind of swoops in and just kicks butt like you said um and i like this line or is like more friends of yours and Kane goes yeah i'm a likable guy <laughs> it's true he is a likable guy i love he is. Out them. Yeah. <laughs> um everyone loves that space hippie mm-hmm. <laughs> to sell it um writer pretends to take leia hostage to lend credibility to the fact that she is not working with the rebels and writer takes her back to the ghost and Kanan kind of chases. Yeah, so much, so much for not getting involved, I guess. I know, right? He's in deep. Well, I mean, they were going to kill Ryder. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's not going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Totally. Besides, if they take Ryder and they interrogate him, then he could spill the beans. Mm, that's a good point. She's I didn't think about that. Um, Speaking of lending credibility to it, Ryder tells Zeb to take out Kanan and Ezra and make it look good. And I love how much Zeb enjoys this. Yeah. Uh, well, absolutely. Yeah. He just punches them so hard, knocks them both out, and he's real happy about it. Did what he was asked. Mm-hmm. And then another interesting line I liked is like, so the rebels take Leia onto the ship, take the two troopers that they think are on their side, and one of the troopers is like, they're taking prisoners? They do that now? Filoni and Steve Bloom. Yeah, Those totally. two together. Yeah. They make me smile. Seriously. Um, yeah, and that's I, a great I, line. I like that they have, like, it's, it's they're, they're, they almost have a, they have, they have a reputation, like a Robin Hood reputation already, which I like. Like, even the troopers know, like, yeah, they're like rebels, they're terrorists, but they're not that bad. I mean, they don't take prisoners. Um, which I think say it says a lot, probably is a good beacon for the galaxy as these actions are going through. I feel like more than in any other medium, Rebels humanizes stormtroopers so much, mm-hmm. which I really like because <laughs> there's so many moments like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's funny. Totally. Yeah, but, but let's not ever make them too cool. That's one of the things I appreciate too. <laughs> yeah. They're still dumb. Oh, no, they're still <laughs> totally incompetent. They're still incompetent. Uh-huh. Completely. But yeah, they're part of the humanizing for me. Is, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like me if I was a trooper. Um, so back on the ship, Ezra is down because, again, his parents. It was pretty sad. Um, and they say it's challenging being his age with so much responsibility. And Leia replies, I know that feeling. So she joins him in the turret room to confront him. Or comfort him. Oh, there it is. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much against us. Do you ever wonder if this fight is even worth it? Every day, 
what? I'm still here. But you're a princess. You don't have to risk your life doing this. I feel like because I can fight, I have to, for those who cannot. And I think you might be the same way. Yeah, it's a nice moment. I think it, it works well. Mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said for it also, because if anybody could have the conversation with him, it's her. Yeah, uh, totally. Because she's his age, because there's that understanding and because she, you know, she's got, it's that having to be responsible when you're still dealing with the pain of something. And I think the idea that she has that conversation with him, it's like, it's an outside voice, mm-hmm. which means it, and, and she garners a respect, you know, she kind of demands a respect, but yeah. is worthy of it. So I think when she says it to him, um, it's different, but I also think one of the things that's nice about it is that she doesn't pity him. She's just mm-hmm. like, and I understand how you feel, and that's, yeah. Yeah. and I think it helps him through it, which is cool. Yeah, totally. I a hundred percent agree. I think you know, so many times when people are trying to comfort Ezra, it's from a, a sympathetic point of view, and I think getting that empathetic point of view from Leia is huge because she does understand and you know telling someone that they're not alone in it and that they've gone through something similar can be one of the most comforting things Um, Mm -hmm. so i think that conversation is largely successful because she knows and feels yeah and also because i think she has the experience of you know she she can speak to the broadcast that his parents would make you know that she's like that really made a difference your parents made a difference totally and um I think that's a different experience that maybe, you know, other, the other members of the team don't have. So she, she brings a different perspective to it. Mm-hmm. In other words, Leia is just awesome. Yeah. A she part wins. of this too, that I really like is it's almost like physician heal thyself because I wonder if this perspective for her came in handy when she lost her entire planet. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Which is a little bit dark to think about. Cause it's like, she's given her this Ezra, this pep talk and it's kind of like, like, yeah, that must be really hard losing your parents. That would be really bad. Oh, I'm glad I've never gone through anything like that. And then in a couple months, ugh. yeah. Um, but some of that stoicism and kind of the bigger picture of what you were talking about, what she tells Ezra, I think is part of what lets her be so strong through such a great tragedy, which I really like. Hmm. I like to. Uh, I it's been a while since I watched A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I I need to, because mostly I love it, but yeah. I want to rewatch it thinking about moments like these. <laughs> totally. With, you know, Ezra and Leia's connection and watching those moments. I think it's interesting to yeah. rewatch things with, you know, some background perspective. Absolutely. Um, and did, I like um, they did a little bit of a modify Leia's theme for this moment, too, which I think really worked. The music was great in this little segment. Yeah. Um, so they have to steal those ships. Um, so Leia says, I know you need those ships, so don't tell me why you can't get them. Tell me how you will. <laughs> I, in that moment I was like, Oh man, I wouldn't want that. And man, she's a she'd make a, a great manager. Yeah. A great manager at a safe way. Yeah. Um and so speaking of which, they said they need to cause a distraction, so like all of their other plans. They need to cause a distraction and blow stuff up. So they're on the case. Um, Ryder, though, says you can't forcibly remove a gravity lock. He knows because he built them in prison. Um, so he agrees to help them in return for passage off Lothal, though. Not because he's buying into the cause. He needs to get off the planet. So we have some ethical questions raised about what's going on in uh, prisons in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Plus, it seems like... Um, you know, it's not like he's making like license plates or something like that. Like that's some serious tech. Yeah, they're putting him to work. Yeah. Um. So the Phantom arrives with Leia plus Kanan and Ezra, who are both in disguise still. And Leia says that Kanan is a brave trooper who saved them and stole the Phantom. That is how they got away and got back to the base. Meanwhile. Ryder, Chopper, and Sabine sneakily disable one of the locks. Um, 
After doing that, Sabine takes off with the first ship, which alerts the guards to the rebels' presence. The walkers open fire, but the ghost comes in and torpedoes one of the walkers, which I thought was kind of fun, too. Um, I don't think we've seen the photon torpedoes yet or proton torpedoes. Yeah. Um, Photon torpedoes is a different franchise. I know. That's what I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't I want to hoping, say anything. I was hoping no one would have noticed. I was like, mm, I was like close. Close. <laughs> uh, uh, I had to tease you about it. Come on. Uh, it's all right. I've mentioned I go both ways. I'm okay with Star Oh, yeah. Wars no, it's Trek. all good. The fact that, you know, knowing both, I don't have any problem. Mm-hmm. I am a Trek, you know, I'm a Trek fan. I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm a, a, a larger Star Wars fan just because it's a, you know, but I know my yeah. Trek. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't get encyclopedic on Trek. Uh, no. Me I can, I can do, yeah. Yeah. Chapter and verse on Star Wars, but not Trek. Absolutely. Yeah. Some people get offended when they learn that I, I dare like one of the other. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Yep. Um, I think they're both great. Yeah, they are. So they, I like, so this, so Zeb torpedoes one of the walkers and it falls down, but it starts to get back up and they're in trouble. So Kanan is like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And it, it dawns on me. This I always love these reveals. Yeah. Um, this happens a lot where it's like, oh my God, he's a Jedi. Yeah. And he pulls out his lightsaber and starts running toward the walker. This is a great scene. I also great scene. I, I am. This is this is going to be like one of those baseball statistics where you're like they're just <laughs> saying a statistic for no reason right now. Like I was watching yeah. a game the other night, and they're like, "He's the first switch hitter to hit 20 RBIs uh, before the playoffs since 1980." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Who? Why do I like that? Is su- such an asinine statistic? I don't even totally. know that." But here's one. Is this the first time we've ever seen a storm, tr- like someone in a full stormtrooper outfit, light up, use a lightsaber? Yeah, because it is cool. Gotta looking. be right. Yeah, but what's also cool about it? The, the the coolest thing is is that we finally get to see somebody disable a a an adat or a, a walker with a lightsaber. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that was tight. I mean. He's a badass. That was yeah. cutting right through the legs. That was He's cool. A badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally cool scene. And then the way it's staged is really cool. It's kind of hazy. Like yeah. it's very samurai. Well, he comes, comes in, he swoops in out of the totally. out of the smoke, you know. Yeah, it's great. Um I think because we've talked about this, these are the ATDPs, so they're slightly different than the AT-ATs we see on Hoth, and those get shot by blasters and ion cannons and the legs and nothing happens to them so i wonder if they say that the AT-ATs are an upgraded version of those absolutely I, will, I think that's true i bet you that's like they're like oh my god a lightsaber just went through these get bigger legs what they actually yeah. i believe and i could be wrong mm-hmm. but they um they take out the the in season two this is when they take out the walker and then the next time you see the same walkers I don't think they, I mean, they try to take out the, oh. um, the bigger walkers with like explosions and they keep coming. That's yeah. interesting. And my first thought was, yeah, guys, they upgraded those. Like <laughs> you can't just do this now. Yeah. Um, because he takes out an ad and I think that what they do is they realize there's a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So I think that they upgrade the, them and I think that there's actually, I cannot remember, but I'm pretty sure there's some sort of mention of the fact that they're tougher than they used to be. Uh, that's awesome. We'll have to keep an eye out for that one. So, you know, technically people may have died on Hoth because of Kane and Jarrus, oh. but we won't go there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> My second question is something that I've always kind of wondered about whenever Kanan's in his stormtrooper disi- disguise. Where does mm. he keep his lightsaber? On his utility belt, probably. I guess because he, yeah, I guess he could take it apart. That's part of the reason why. He's yeah. Well, yeah, it apart. you see him take it apart. You see him put it back together a yeah. lot. So if he takes it apart and puts it like on each side of the utility belt, then it just looks like stuff on a belt. Okay. I mean, someone would have to be pretty close to him before you know. That's fair. Although the other answer to that question is magic. <laughs> <laughs> the force. Yeah. The force. Yeah. Maybe mm. stormtrooper outfits have pockets, and we just don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm wondering is because because I didn't think packs. about it be taking apart like. Does he just have one dangling off his belt? 
I don't know if you guys play Warcraft. Oh, yeah. But this is the exact same question I have every oh, time yeah. you kill an orc and somehow find a ham hock. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's good for, I don't know, but it levels my cooking, so I'm, I'm not I'm just saying, where was that? He's wearing a loincloth. So, you know, I think lightsabers are kind of in that same category. Fair. You just don't ask. You know. Mm, slash dance. Now there's a question for you forever now, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to look at it every single time. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a a minor. I don't really level my cooking, so it's not really a question for me. (laughs) Well, yeah. My husband is... My husband plays a rogue. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, pickpocketing horses is always part of the question. (laughs) Pickpocketing ham hocks. (laughs) You're like, what? Wait a second. Um, so the the rebels grabbed the two remaining ships with the help of Ryder piloting the third. Um, I thought there was a cool move here with the ghost going sideways and doing that flyby on the ground and like scraping the ground to yeah. kick up all that dust. That was to- dope. There's some interesting shots of the ghost in this episode that I think are pretty unique mm-hmm. that I've not seen. There was a one earlier around the halfway point where we see a frontal view of the cockpit of the ghost and everyone inside. Mm-hmm. And oh, I yeah. don't remember really ever seeing that shot before. And th- I remember thinking that it was really cool and a pretty beautiful shot that I've never seen before. Yeah. Guys, the ghost is so cool. It is so freaking cool. <laughs> I'm not a toy guy, but if I was going to get some Legos, it'd be a ghost Lego. Definitely. Oh my gosh. I want, to, I, want, I want that now. Don't do it. You've put that in my head. Don't do it. <laughs> um... So Leia, they end up getting all the ships. The stormtroopers and list are kind of on the ground, shaken up. So they're about to get away in a shuttle, and Leia puts one more attempt up to pretend to apprehend Ezra and keep her cover intact. And she gives him permission to stun her. Ooh, that um, takes some confidence. I know. What if Ezra had like forgot to put like you know how some people like forget to put the safety on a gun and like that guy who did a backflip on the dance floor and like shot someone. I don't the think leg. she gives him permission to stun her. I think she tells him to uh, stun fair. her. Yeah. I I don't think he's like, Can I stun you? And she's like, Sure. <laughs> she's like, Hey, stupid. Yeah. No, stun me so it doesn't look like we're involved in this together. Uh, yeah, thank God. Totally. Give me my alibi. <laughs> But yeah, it's totally brave. Like, what if he just didn't flip the stun button by accident? Uh, uh, I know. I wouldn't trust Ooh. Ezra with that kind of power. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Tr- I trust Ezra. I wouldn't trust Chopper. I think oh, his, inner, oh, his inner murderer would have come out. Yeah. Um, so she's stunned. The rebels get away, and it looks like she is a victim of a crime from the ruthless rebels. So list comes. And she says, well, I need your shuttle so I can get off planet. And if we we didn't mention this, but they blew up the shuttle as they were getting away back at the arrest site. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of surprised, taken aback. Yeah, but she also gets him to pay for the ship. Yeah. yeah. Sucker, that Which I love. Oh, yeah. man. That's totally. That she, gets, that she gets recompense for the ships. And that means more money to go back in to get more ships for the rebellion. Yeah. I love it. It's amazing. Listen, if you're buying a new car, you need someone like Leia to go with you. <laughs> she knows. Yeah. She knows how to wheel and deal. I mean, definitely the most competent person in Rebels to date. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote one of my last notes here. I have no idea what I what I mean. And I wrote, and maybe someone can help me. I wrote reverse holdo maneuver, <laughs> and I have. No idea what that means. I wrote that last night when I was getting ready. I was like, so like they put, they went in hyperspace the other way and put a ship back together. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I meant. (laughs) All right. Well, if anyone can figure out what he meant, hit us up on Twitter. (laughs) Um, And I like how she cranks the sass to the roof. My ships. You lost my ships. I'm afraid so. You should be afraid. Just wait until I tell the Senate that the Imperial presence on Lothal is helpless against the rebels. No, no, no. That won't be necessary. I I assure you, Alderaan will be fully compensated for your lost ships. Fine. Oh, and I'll need your shuttle so I can return home. My shuttle? Right. Uh, where is it? 
Lieutenant, did you lose your ship too? Like, oh, have you lost your ship too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her. Um, so the episode ends with Ryder on the ghost deciding he's going to stay on. So, Governor, we need to find a safe place for you. I already know where I'm going. Back home. I knew you'd come around. I couldn't see it before, but going to prison with the Bridgers started something. That something has grown bigger than I ever imagined. I owe it to them, and I owe it to you to see it through to the end. Welcome back to the fight, Governor. He says, being in prison with the Bridgers started something. That something has grown bigger than I ever imagined. And then he looks at Ezra, and in this moment I'm wondering, like, does he literally mean like Ezra has grown bigger than he ever could have imagined? Like, does he just not know how babies work? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he has any idea. Yeah. And then we look at Ezra and he kind of smiles and seems like he's gotten over his dead parents. Congrats, Ezra. Well, <laughs> that's how it ends. <laughs> that will never come back again. He got a pep talk and now he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. Does anyone have any other notes or anything? No. Cool. No, yeah, pretty nice episode. Yeah, so how we end each episode is with our uh, grading scale of our current favorite thing in Star Wars to our current least favorite. We say least favorite because we still might like it. It's just at the bottom Mm -hmm. thing in Star Wars. Um, Peter, do you want to give an example of what that scale looks like and how we rate this episode? Yeah, so my favorite thing in Star Wars currently is Rey and Kylo fighting in the throne room on fighting together on the throne room in the last Jedi. My least favorite thing currently is the 1997 special edition return of the Jedi chart topping jizz song Jedi rocks. I between those two things, I give this episode Leia yelling. Will someone get this big whopping carpet out of my way (laughs) because a new hope is a fantastic movie. But that section of the movie kind of drags for me a little bit. Plus, I don't condone Wookiee racism. Uh, so that is like a C plus to me. Hmm. Okay. Well, so on my scale of my f- current favorite thing in Star Wars is the is Yoda's death on Dagobah when the lights go dim in his hut. I think is a wonderful mm-hmm. moment. To least Beautiful. favorite thing being Han Solo got his last name from an Imperial officer. <laughs> uh, don't feel great about um, I'm going to give this episode a meeting Saw Gerrera in Rogue One, which to me is like a B minus because I like that I'm meeting an old character um, that we've interacted with before mm-hmm. and getting a glimpse into the inner workings of and the kind of foundations of the rebellion. I, that mm-hmm. stuff is interesting to me. I like seeing these roots and this kind of. Plus, um, <laughs> no, it's not that good. It's not a poor goal. good. Um, yeah, so I give this episode, I give this episode like a B for me. So this is the first time we're kind of on different pages a bit, Peter. Oh, C plus B. Not that yeah. different. No, no. Just on your report card. <laughs> All right, Shannon, what about you? Um. Well, I have to stay on brand uh, as far as my best moment Mm -hmm. um so my favorite moment in star wars probably forever but at least yeah definitely for now is the first time uh kanan and Hera kiss oh that's cool and my least favorite moment is jar jar stepping in poop (laughs) it is and I i would say that Okay, so if I'm going to give this, I would give this a B. So. That's hard, because I don't know what we consider a B in Star Wars. Well, that's okay. We got your, we got your high right. and your low. Uh, 
I would say, I would say, I don't know. You'll tell me. You'll tell me. But those are my high and low, and I would give it a B. It's hard for me to give anything in Star Wars a B. How do you feel about Jar Jar being farted on by Neopi? Same way I feel about him stepping in poop. <laughs> oh, that's not a B for you? Okay, sorry. No. <laughs> okay, that's no. fair. We can just leave it as a B. I like that, though. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much. This was fantastic. Um, well, thank you for having me. Where can people find you? What would you like to plug? Uh, I don't really have anything to plug. If you're looking for me, I'm pretty much Geek Girl Diva anywhere you look for me. Um, and uh, I continue to talk about Star Wars a lot. So if you follow <laughs> me, that's what you're going to get. Um, and uh, most recently pontificated on uh, on Cake and The Last Jedi. So, Oh my gosh, where can you find that? <laughs> Aki Girl Diva on Twitter. Um, just cake and just cake no, in general. No, just basically what I no in general what I was talking about was the idea that people seem to have a hard time with when when I express enjoyment for the Last Jedi. Mm. Um, even if I'm just saying I love the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. somebody will invariably come in to tell me why it sucks. Yeah. And so my response was, I don't understand why when I say that I love this thing, some fans feel the need to come in and tell me it sucks. I mean, I also (laughs) love cake, but people don't seem to show up in my mentions to say cake sucks. So to me, that's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And and it's been interesting. It started a great conversation, (laughs) not only about... Uh, how people choose to uh, express their opinions and and what is considered opinion versus an invitation to debate, but also cake in general. And anytime you're talking about cake, I'm a happy camper. <laughs> so. uh, that's interesting because I actually hate cake. So I am going to show up in your mentions to talk about why cake sucks. No, but see, one of these things, you know, good. You know what I'm going to say to you? Thank you for proving the point of my original tweet, which is... Totally, you're totally fine to hate cake all you want. I am totally mm-hmm. cool with you hating cake. You know what I didn't do just now? Try and convince you as to why cake doesn't suck. <laughs> That's my point. Hurt people, hurt people. That's why you're a pro. See? I was trying to, see? I was trying to beat you, but you just can't. No, make but it see happen. what I mean, though. But that's one of the things I, that's why personally, it's one of the reasons I love talking about Star Wars. And there are people Fair. who Rebels is not their favorite show. Um. You know, there are people who really think it's a kid's show. And my response to them is, hey, okay. You know, I personally, it's my favorite Star Wars of all the Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Rebels is my favorite. And when people ask me why, I'll explain it. But otherwise, I'm just like, it's my favorite. And if someone's (laughs) like, it sucks, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Who's, Who's your favorite character in Rebels? Hera. Hera, okay. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Where does, where does Ezra land? Because um, I feel like this is such a... I, I get all over the all over the chart on this one. Where does, where does Ezra land for you? Ezra lands... Um, it basically goes... Uh, Hera, Kanan, Chopper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sabine, Ezra. And then I love Zeb, but Zeb's kind of Zeb. Yeah. Um, Ezra doesn't particularly speak to me... Okay. But I also don't dislike him in any way. Like, I think Ezra make you know, Ezra's, Ezra is, because, like I said, he's the focus of the story, Ezra is the, the lesson throughout the series. Yeah. And I think that he's, Ezra has the, the largest um, growth arc, which I think is great. I think he's the one that you learn the most from in the series. Mm. Um, he's just... You know, when I, if I have to go with, you know, which ones touch my heart the most, then, you know, hair is my number one. Kanan's right up there. Number two. And yeah. Chopper, I just love <laughs> Chopper because Chopper's crazy and he's wonderful and he's a jerk. And, and I like jerky droids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, love we love Chopper here. He's, yeah. he's our, we want a making a, a murderer episode on Chopper. Yeah. All the crazy stuff he's done. He's amazing. I mean, Chopper, Chopper is... The fun thing about Chopper is I always want to know what Chopper's 
saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always have pretty good guesses in the sense of what I think he's saying, but I love that. And mm-hmm. I love any droid that's willing to be like, it's just willing to push another droid out of a, out of a moving <laughs> ship <laughs> just because somebody else liked it. Yeah. Like, no, you got to go. <laughs> you know. Totally. He has unresolved anger issues, which uh, I can understand, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I love it. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. So beautiful. Cool. But I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and you. And thanks for the discussion. Yeah. And uh, to everyone out there, you can find us at Rebels Rebels Pod on Twitter, Instagram, or Gmail at Rebels Rebels Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, um, please leave us an iTunes review. And if you leave us a comment with your grading scale or any questions or comments or just funny things, we will read it out. <laughs> on a deep dive or bonus episode. Yep, and remember, until next time, to be brave out there and don't look back. Don't look back. See ya. Bye.